You're listening to the FYI podcast where we talk about all things adulting, faith, life, your money, your relationships. Mm -hmm. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Mikey Keneally. And we just want to say we hope that you are ending your week strong. Happy Friday. And that you are starting your weekend even stronger. And guess what? We could not do this without you. Why? Because you, as young adults, are asking incredible questions about faith, life, adulting, decision-making. You're processing all the things between those 12 years. And we just want to say we love you. We're praying for you. We want to come alongside you. We want to point you to Christ in the process. And hopefully you can glean some wisdom, insight, and just passion for the Lord in the process of discovering what he has for you and what that looks like with whatever question that you are asking us to hopefully unpack. It's amazing. And look, if you have, maybe it's like a taboo topic or a tough question, or you just have an honest, mm-hmm. sincere question in your journey of adulting. And you're like, man, it's 2023. How do I follow Christ? Mm -hmm. And what does it mean to be a Christian as a young adult, as a 20 something? It's a great question. And Mm -hmm. um, all of these questions, you can visit www.fyi-podcast.com. Fill out a form, submit a question there, or DM Micah Keneally on Instagram, myself, Josiah Keneally, or FYI podcast has its own Instagram account. And we unpack every Friday one of your questions. And today, like a lot of weeks, you came through with a tough topic and we're not afraid of it Mm -hmm. because I think our fear would be that um, young adults would say of the church or Christians that Mm -hmm. they are answering questions we're not asking and the questions we're asking, they're not answering. Mm -hmm. So when we tackle a tough topic, it's Mm -hmm. not our hot topic. It's not our hot take. It's not our opinion. We're tethering our teaching the truth. Where does Mm -hmm. truth come from? God's word. And um, Sam had sent in this question. What a great question that is. So ultimately the question that he is asking is, is sexting a sin, whether you're married or dating, engaged, single, whatever it is, whatever your status is. And Josiah, if you just want to kick that off, first of all, Sexting's not new. <laughs> right. It's been around. Technology has probably taken the accessibility to individuals, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. people, or you getting yourself out there in different ways, whether that's through apps, whether that's through phone numbers, whether that's through photos, whether that's through flirtatious words, whatever and however you link all those together. I think that that is just being mindful that it's not new, but it's what do we do with that? And we always want to start off every single episode with a scripture, Josiah, what is our scripture of the day before we tackle totally. this? I think that tethering our teaching to truth and tethering our lives to truth is so incredible. And Proverbs 14, 12, Proverbs is a place mm-hmm. packed with wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's called the wisdom literature of ancient. And this is what Solomon would say. It's actually in a, a section on the wise woman. And, and this is what Proverbs 14, verse 12 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but it in the end, it is the way of death. And I think of Joshua, he um, talked about, I set before you, and this is God speaking to Joshua who led the Israelites into the land of the promise. God had said to Joshua, I set before you life and death. Mm. You choose um, and choose life. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we have it hanging on our mantle right up there. Mm. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 15 and cutting right to the chase. Um, I had a great conversation with Sam Mm -hmm. at an event and he wanted to ask this question. We were able to talk about it then and we've had a chance to 
you know, just prepare and prep a little bit for this podcast. And this is what I would say, bottom line, Mm -hmm. is that when we talk about screens or relationships and, and digital, anything, online is unwise. That's my first point. Bottom line is online. Online is unwise. Mm -hmm. And this is what I mean. It's like, you could say, well, oh, well, messages aren't encrypted. So maybe we should find an an app that is um, encrypted end to end. And I'd still say, you know what? All the time, even government documents leak. Mm -hmm. Even the the unhackable is hacked. Mm -hmm. And so I would just say that anything online is tremendously unwise. Mm-hmm. That's that's really the, the key part of it. And, and you could follow it up like he did when he asked the question, like, what if you're married? Or what if you're in a committed relationship? And I'd say, you know what, still anything to do with digital, or I think of my phone or Micah's phones, we aren't the only people who have access to them. Mm-hmm. In our house, our girls have grabbed our phones before. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe there's cousins or siblings or kids. And, and even that I could, there's, there's two people that are my accountability partners mm-hmm. outside of our marriage. Well, they're going to have access to see anything that's sent through mm-hmm. my phone, whether it's a message yeah. or a website visited. And so I would just say that's tremendously unwise to sext, whether you're single, dating, engaged, married in a committed relationship, like marriage, it's still unwise to put anything online of Mm -hmm. yourself or request it. It just doesn't fit our walk with Christ. It's not edifying. And and I would say furthermore, like you can talk about this more, Micah, but Mm. it's just like when we're in our our marriage, it's not about looking at a screen. Mm. I, I feel like screens and pornography and lust and all of those things, movies, apps, it's, it's tremendously harmful Mm -hmm. versus helpful. Yeah. And I would even add to that. If you are walking with Jesus and you're claiming to be a Christ follower as a listener today, I think just, this just shows the condition of your heart. If you are asking people to see things, or if you're sending things to other people, that lust in your heart is not equal love. Lust is not equal love. Uh, And you've differentiated or or kind of distinguished um, love in the past from lust. Mm -hmm. If if somebody's like, well, I've never Never heard those words. Well, how, how would you describe those two things? I think love is saying, what can I do for you in the context of marriage? How can I serve you? What do you need from me? Whereas lust says, what can I get from you to serve myself? Mm-hmm. So I think even just like, if you're wrestling with the love and lust in your heart, I think you really pull back and ask yourself the question, am I in love or am I in lust? Because lust is fueled by emotions, feelings, temptation of the flesh, where love is rooted in Christ and affection for your significant other. And if you are truly a listener of this podcast and you are walking with the Lord, that you will know that in first, um, first Corinthians, it says this in six, nine, six, 19, first Corinthians, do not, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you? whom you have received from God, you are not your own. So when we even think about sending things or asking somebody to send something, our bodies are the temple of God and how we represent them from what we consume to whether it's our eyes consuming, 
consuming of food in our bodies, we're called to steward and to nourish our bodies, to wear appropriate things. Because you have to think about all those different things of how you're taking care of the temple. Our bodies are the Mm -hmm. temple of God. Mm -hmm. And our bodies are the only vehicle to take our soul anywhere to spread the gospel, anywhere to find the other significant end of their, anywhere to be present. So our temple, our vehicle, the body needs to be taken care of. And if we're asking to expose or asking others to expose their temple in inappropriate ways, I would say that's a form of lust. Love is saying, I'm willing to commit my life to you in marriage Mm -hmm. where a covenant will take place before the Lord, which is intimacy with each other on your wedding night, Mm -hmm. saving yourself for your wedding. If you truly want to honor God to the fullest and you're living by the word, because commitment doesn't equal covenant, covenant equals commitment. And I think you could be like, I'm going to, I'm in a committed relationship. We've been with each other for five years and we're doing X, Y, and Z. Okay. If you were truly committed to each other, there would be a ring on the finger and the covenant would be in place, meaning that you would have got put a ring on it, gotten married and have all the intimacy and sex you want. Like mm-hmm. that's okay. But when we're talking about exposing each other through yeah. social realms, I would definitely advise against it. Being mindful that our words, our texts, our emails are all linked to whatever. It doesn't matter. They can they can, meaning government or whatever. Think about if you lose your phone and you're like, I lost all my photos. You call Apple or whoever and be like, hey, can I recover all these? For some strange reason, they can still recover 10,000 lost lost photos. 30 days, 60 days. So just think think about the trail. Clouds. And I'm not saying live a a sketchy trail. I'm saying if you want to live a good and godly life, then you will live it as an open book. So if grandma asks to see your phone, there's no guilt or shame. Mm -hmm. If your significant other asks to see your phone or something pops up on your screen, whatever it is, there's no questions asked. Like leave no room for error when it comes mm-hmm. to that. So stewarding your temple, allowing yourself to identify the love. Is it true love or is it lust? Because it's our flesh. Remember, that's the lustful aspect of it. Love is pointing people to Christ and putting him number one in our life. So what do you got, babe? So, so powerful. I think a lot of times in the church, one of the things that we talk about is guarding your heart. Guard your heart, guard their heart, guard your heart. And this is where it comes from is Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your mm-hmm. heart for everything you do flows from it. And I think that that is such a powerful concept. How do you guard your heart? Yeah. I think we see it. Jesus talks about in the Sermon on the Mount, the eye is the lamp to the body. Mm-hmm. What you see, what you seek. Those are some of the things. And then what you ask for is what you get, whether it's prayer requests from people. And so I'm going to say something that I don't want you to hear shame at all Mm. or guilt at all. The Holy Spirit may use what I'm about to say to bring conviction and that's okay. Mm. Conviction is okay. But I would just say there's no place in the life of a believer, especially if you're a young man, to request sex from a young gal. Like Mm -hmm. there is no place in the life of a believer. And so I would just say, this is not how we guard our own heart, Mm -hmm. let alone guard the heart of somebody else. So if you want to live a life that's pleasing to God, glorifying Mm -hmm. the name of God, holiness is this concept of guarding our heart, Mm -hmm. wholeness and holiness. That's what pure means Mm -hmm. is whole and holy. And so I just want to say like, 
the past is the past. And so now let's talk about today. Let's talk about tomorrow. I just would challenge mm-hmm. everyone watching and viewing this, anyone listening, mm-hmm. is that if you are claiming to be a Christ follower, if you're walking with God, then we guard our heart and we guard the hearts of others. And so if something is being requested of you, deny that request. Yep. And then let's let's not let the FYI community be one where we're requesting this type of content from others. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's bold and I don't want to be legalistic. And yet I'm just like, I cannot find any margin for error on this one. Right. This is real people. This is their body. This is, They are created in the image of God. And there's just no room. I think of Paul mm-hmm. and his instructions. He says, mm-hmm. flee from yeah. all sexual immorality. This would be one of those things to flee from. And flee means stop going towards it and literally turn around and walk the other direction. Or run. Or run the other direction. Yes, flee, run. And I think that can be hard in this day and age, but guess what? It is possible. It is possible. And I would say when you guard somebody's heart, it's you putting up guardrails, meaning that you're putting things into place. You're Mm -hmm. pre-deciding so many different things. You're pre-deciding, I'm going to have whatever, protection on all sources of social media. I am going to put up timers on my phone. I'm going to not text people, let alone sext people Mm -hmm. past whatever, 10 o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever that is. Wherever you find yourself being tempted, Mm -hmm. that's where you need to put up a guardrail. So maybe you need to get some new friends. Maybe yeah. you need to get out of a relationship. Maybe you need to get off the dating apps. Maybe you need to get into the church. Maybe you need to get out of bed and stay out of bed. Maybe you need to get into the word of God and stay in the word of God. Whatever it is, we're not here to bring condemnation. That's not us. We're not bringing condemnation. Holy Spirit will bring, bring conviction. Conviction is like that sandpaper that kind of rubs your spirit where you're like, oh, I don't want to change that. Do I have to? Probably. (laughs) Conviction is that little thing feeling inside of you like, oh, there was a little ugly part of me. I shouldn't be doing that. And I would say if you're asking the questions, can I do fill in the blank? Should I do fill in the blank? If you're asking permission to do something you already know you shouldn't be doing, that's probably a conviction factor that you shouldn't even be doing it. So when you're guarding somebody's heart, it's guardrails to protect yourself and to protect those around you. I'm not saying put up bricks and cut people out 100%. What I'm saying is guardrails, like when you're going bowling and you need the bumpers because you want to hit a strike or you want to at least hit a pin, listen, those are the bumpers and the guardrails. So when you're trying to live a whole and pure life, the bumpers and the guardrails are in place for you to walk the lane and walk the path that God has set before you. So I just want to encourage you to be set free of those things. If you need to put things into place, put things into place, find friends that love Jesus and love you. Find a church that is Christ teaching the word of God God, has an opportunity. If you want to get plugged into a young adult ministry or Bible study of the church, ask what they got going. If you need to find something, maybe you're in college, you need to find some new friends on your door in your dorm or on the floor or on your campus. Start looking around because God will put those people in your path, but you have to be in tune with him It's good. and start asking him to do that because he will do that. And what you seek, you will find. Yeah. 
If you seek good and godly friends, it may take some time to find some, but you know what? God will have, they're, they're praying for you too. If you're seeking, you know, dead end relationships, you're probably going to find those. So what you seek is what you find. And I just want to encourage you to maybe put down the phone and start looking people in the eye, eyeball to eyeball, relationship to relationship, friendship to friendship, yeah. Christ follower to Christ follower, brother yeah. to brother, sister yep. to sister in Christ. And when we start praying that God would tame that lustful heart, he will start convicting. Believe me, I've been there. Lord, tame my flesh, tame my spirit, tame my desires, yep. remove the temptation and God put you back into the center. And I'd say there's a there's a fight over flesh and spirit. There's a fight over your soul each and every single day mm-hmm. from heaven into hell. Good and evil. Good and evil. And demons, light and darkness. Yes. And we're cheering for you. We're praying for you. We believe we have so many friends that are single, that are fighting for purity, yes. are fighting for friendships and relationships that are healthy and from the Lord. So we just want to encourage you to know that we do pray for you. Whether we know your first name or not, we do pray for you as a whole, as a listening audience. Um, we love you. If you have any more questions, please send them our way and, and we'll see what God does with them. Let's do it. And uh, just the closing thought. Yeah. It's 2023 and I get that. And we get that. Dating is hard. Singleness is hard. Marriage is hard for crying out loud. There is an attack from the enemy against the family, against mm-hmm. marriage, which is God's idea, the covenant. And and singleness might have never been harder with all of the temptations and it, for those wanting to walk the path of purity. And so I think this question within a question mm-hmm. comes up a lot is how can I stay pure in 2023? Mm. How can I follow God's path to purity? And here's the answer. And it comes from Psalm 119. How can a young person keep their path pure? Mm-hmm. by living in accordance with the word of God. And so if you need to take a next step, mm-hmm. maybe it's to read the Bible, to get on a Bible app like version and do a reading plan, to join a small group, to join a campus ministry, to find mm-hmm. a prayer partner, an accountability partner, a mentor, a church. Um, we are part of that great cloud of witnesses cheering you on and saying that this is a battle that we're fighting. This is a, a battle that's worth fighting mm-hmm. and that you're not alone. Yeah. There's a great cloud of witnesses cheering you on and linking arms together for the name and for the glory of Jesus. This is the FYI podcast. <laughs>